Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1TN5 for Wednesday, April 20th. I'm Jack Vaughn. WEHT, the ABC affiliate in Evansville, reports Purdue Associate AD for Student-Athlete Development Peyton Stovall is a finalist for the Open Evansville AD job. Stovall has been with the Boilermakers since July of 2019, which was preceded by stints as a high school AD, including leading Evansville North High School from 2011 to 2013. Inside Higher Ed wonders how often presidential searches fail. Association of Governing Boards of Universities and Colleges President and CEO Henry Stever pegs it at 5%. He says, The keys to a successful presidential search are to establish an inclusive search process and expectations. While it is rare, there are a number of reasons why a search may not result in a job offer. Oftentimes, it is a breakdown somewhere in the search process, whether it's not establishing the appropriate qualifications for candidates, not recruiting acceptable candidates, moving too quickly with the search process, or a disagreement between the search committee and board regarding the quality of the finalists. Sometimes a failure in a search exposes some deeper issue at the institution. Boards and search committees have to be on the same page every step of the way. A failed search can include not hiring a candidate or the chosen candidate not fulfilling his or her first term. Additionally, the average term of a college president appears to be shrinking, according to data from the American College President Study by the American Council on Education, which found that in 2016 the average president had spent 5.8 years in their present job, compared to 6.7 years in 2011 and 8.1 years in 2006. DePaul's student newspaper takes a look at the university's latest 990 from the 2019-2020 academic year and reveals former Blue Demons AD Jean Linty Ponsetto made $487,000 in her last year leading the athletic department. Former men's basketball head coach Dave Leto was the highest paid employee of the institution at $1.42 million. Overall, revenues were $827 million against expenses of $796 million. The endowment is up to $751 million. With students at Louisiana Tech and Sam Houston State in the past six months voting against instituting or raising student fees, Extra Points Matt Brown submits that it's possible schools may have to work harder to convince students that such fees are worthwhile. This is particularly important for athletic departments at the mid-major level, where student fees may not only be a significant funding source, but it may also be the largest source of athletic department funding. Bowling Green, for example, reported $20 million in operating revenues for FY21, and $12 million of that came via student fees. Is it fair to ask students to carry such large portions of their athletic department budgets? Brown says, I think that the less financially well-off the school's student body is, the higher the burden of proof the athletic department ought to clear to demonstrate that any additional fees are actually beneficial to students at large. If they're going to talk about marketing or student recruitment or retention, they better come prepared to really defend that argument. If schools put their funding futures in the hands of 20-year-olds who aren't terribly engaged in their product, well, they may not like the answers they get. Texas held the ribbon-cutting ceremony for the new Moody Center. Oakview Group initially agreed to a projected cost of $338 million, but the final price tag came to $385 million, 
bless roughly $25 million for utilities and street maintenance, which the school paid for itself. The Moody Foundation gave $130 million to the project, the largest single donation the Moody family has ever given to anything. Southern Miss Senior Associate AD Brian Morrison chats with D1 Ticker and connects Kristen Ergel about the Golden Eagles Giving Wing campaign, including its goals and overall scope, strategies that have proven effective, hurdles that have had to be overcome, and how alumni and supporters have united around the campaign's vision. The full Q&A is on Connect. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1TN5 for Wednesday, April 20th. I'm Jack Vaughn, and be sure to check in later this afternoon.